0: with Ryan Reese from Southern California.
1: This is Live with Ryan Reese. Call now, one
0: 564
1: 6173 Or post your questions using the hashtag Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.
0: Saturday night, I have my good friends in studio. Yes. I have Josh and Victoria from the Crave Movement. I've had them on... I don't know, a couple months ago, uh, we've we've, we've actually done, I think we re-even aired the show. Um, We were talking about a party we were going to be bringing here to the West Coast to San Diego, and um, it's uh, it's just a big party, and it invites all kinds of crazy people. Mm -hmm. This is what I love about it so much, and um, the last time they were talking about the show, they just talked about the heartbeat of why they do it, because they had a friend that um it was in their youth group one of their good friends good looking guy in the music industry and uh just had a lot of talent and drugs took his life, you know. And um their heart was to reach the party kids because the bottom line, kids students are partying wherever you go. They're either party at their house, backyard parties, out in the clubs, at yeah. concerts, rock concerts, metal concerts, hip hop shows, electronic shows. People like to party. If you look at the uh the opiate epidemic in the world eighty percent of the pains that are or the eighty percent of the pills that are being uh, taken are by Americans eighty percent wow. of a hundred of them um, that's why we have this whole epi this opiate epidemic that Trump hired um you know, a team to try to combat it. And as I meet with the sheriffs and different people, uh, they just talk about how weed's legal now and it's how it's affecting the youth. And Mm. basically what's going on is in Colorado recently, mushrooms were legalized. Mm. And this is just a growing thing that's happening in the United States. What does this mean? This means people are partying. So this is a great way to reach people. So I decided to partner with them with the Whosoever's Movement to expand and reach the kids that are outside of school as we continue to reach the kids that are in the school. So the way I look at it, we're getting as many kids as we can in the assemblies, and the kids that we don't reach, we're getting them after school. So it's a win-win, Yeah. and um, I'm just stoked to have you guys in studio.
1: Yeah. We're pumped.
2: We're happy to be back, and we love you guys, and it was an awesome experience getting to partner with you. And, uh, yeah, we just we just threw our – our first ever event in california yes. in san diego first at the music box and uh, we were talking beforehand about just um the different uh, demographic of people that are attracted to the party that come out victoria was was talking to some of them beforehand and they were sending in messages like is my type of people going to be accepted can i wear this talk talk about that
1: yeah, um, we got lots of messages. Is this gay friendly? Am I okay to wear what I want? And, yeah. Um, and, and yeah, we, we said yes, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, Is this
2: trans friendly? Yeah, trans
1: friendly. Yeah. Am, am I going to uh, be able to get in, you know, if, if I'm gay? Um, we got all of these kinds of messages, which I'm so glad that we did mm-hmm. because we got to say, yes, you are welcome. Come just as you are and we got to love on them, and
0: yeah.
1: and yeah, we were really kind of scared. Like we're from the South, we're from Kentucky, Bible Belt, and as we were praying and preparing for this, we're like, God, I just, I just hope that when we start talking about you, mm-hmm. they don't boo at us, they don't <laughs> walk out. Um, there's going to be a lot of atheists, and you talk to us about that, mm-hmm. and but it was, it was so incredibly amazing to see how hungry they were for Jesus
0: they are absolutely starving for yes, Jesus yes. I, I want to ask a question so you know you were saying that there's like the the trans the pans you know everyone's asking if they can come so obviously they went to your guys's website they read up on you guys and yeah. they realized that your party for purpose is when you read into when you read your website you find out that you're given the gospel message of yeah. who Jesus is So interesting is that, you know, on churches, I don't care if you're in the South, you're in L.A., New York, wherever you're at, you see a lot on churches that says, come as you are. Yeah, yeah. But what's so interesting is there are a lot of churches that say, come as you are, but it's so interesting that there's so this culture that people are scared to come as they are. Mm -hmm. And this isn't even to a church. This is to a party at a club, like a hot club in downtown San Diego, and they're still Yeah, Tim. So I think that us as the as the church that we have to continue to to um, love. Look at Jesus. Look at the scriptures and how He loved Mm. sinners. Um, He loved us. You know, we all we all have we all have sins in our in our life, and we thank God for the forgiveness of sins. But we have to continue to not get institutionalized, Mm. and we have to always remember, man. The Jesus Ministry is messy and yeah. so awesome, so you got trans, you got all these people that are that are hitting you guys up to come and you guys are saying yes, yes yeah, come. We, yeah come. because if
1: if I think the church sometimes we put up these rules even without saying sometimes they can just tell by the looks on our faces mm-hmm. or oh my gosh, I can't believe he's here or he looks that way. And there's no opportunity to love them before they hear about Jesus, before they hear the gospel, before they hear the good news, they're already turned off because there is no real love there. And that, that's what I, I love about what both of our ministries do. Mm-hmm. We, we're saying, we love you right where you're at. Like, we really do. We really love you, and that's what's going to change hearts. Yeah. That's what's going to make somebody say, I want what they have. Mm-hmm. My lifestyle is not filling this void. This perversion is not filling this void. I thought I was this, but it's still not fixing me. And they're going to say, I want what you are giving me, this love. Where is this love from? Mm-hmm. And that's when we can say, Jesus. Yeah. You know.
2: And a part of what we throw into our message in the night is that uh, God's love for us isn't determined by the amount that you change. It's not determined by the amount of um, you know how quickly you can go from being bad per se to being good, mm. but whether you leave tonight when, and that 's what we 're saying, whether you leave here tonight, changed or not, God still loves you, and mm-hmm. it 's a process and I think um, within within the church sometimes mm-hmm. it 's a really rushed process, yeah, mm-hmm. and you know if we can relate the supernatural to the natural mm-hmm. we can we can look at a relationship between a you know a female and a male and think. Well, if the guy is like week one, hey, marry me right now because this is good and we should be together, and like girl would freak out. She's like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know you yet. Yeah. <laughs> so I, can I trust you? Yeah. Are you, are you a good guy? And 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 then within the church or within um, you know the Christian organization, mm-hmm. we we forget how weird that can be sometimes mm-hmm. to to rush the process. And I think. Um the whosoevers do a great job mm-hmm. of it. We're trying to do a great job of it of saying this is a process mm. and we love you one hundred percent from the beginning of that process. To no matter what happens through that yeah, process, that's it's, good.
0: it's the uh, it's the institution is is what we're talking about because the church we are the church. Mm. You know, I was sitting down with the director of the Billy Graham Association, and uh, cause we meet with them, you know, x, x amount of months to show him what we're doing to so he can teach us how to fish. You know, because mm-hmm. yeah. we're a bunch yeah. of crazy punk rock kids, <laughs> and you know, it's good to have the conservatives. We meet with the Gideons as well, the director yeah. of the Gideons. So we have these a lot. We we actually meet up with a lot of the con- ultra conservatives but they love what we're doing because it's the Jesus Mm -hmm. ministry. So I was sitting with them, and I'm like, you know, I'm so mad at the church because, you know, the Bible says to go out and preach the gospel and, and, and disciple and baptize them and teach them to obey my commandments. Right. He gives us the great commission, you know, but it's like, everyone's worried about doing outreaches like in the church. And, and, you know, well, we're, you know, they, they come up with this program. We're going to do an outreach. We're going to have worship and then we're going to give the gospel. And it's like, no one's showing up. Yeah. You know, that's like a church service. We got to go out. And he's like, Ryan, he's like, you're not mad at the church. He's like, we are the church. And I'm like, yeah, I know. And he goes, you're mad at the institution of yeah. the church. Mm-hmm. Because sure. going back to the institution, what we were just talking about is, so say gay guy gets saved. Like, I've, I've had, I have a transgender that's coming here right now. He's actually going through the whole transition. Wow. And, and he's like, hey, man. He's like, I'm transgender. I think he's going to be a girl. And he's like, I'm transgender. And I'm going through the process, but I just gave my life to Jesus. Tell me whatever you want. Like, tell me exactly what the Bible says. I'm not offended.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you
0: want to say no, uh, you know, you know, no homosexuality or no man with man. It says mm-hmm. in Leviticus. Um, he's like, dude, I'm not offended. I love Jesus, but this is the thing. He just encountered God's love. He just got filled with the Holy Spirit. Now we have to let the Holy Ghost do what He does, mm-hmm. and that's what He does is He purges and destroys everything yeah. that it's unholy. Please. He will start. The cleanup process, and we've talked about a dirty, dirty glass. Like you get a dirty glass and fill it with muddy water, and then if I just put a little bit of clean water in here and there, it's not ever going to get clean. But if you put the torrent of living water, like uh, the hose and turn it on, that glass is going to cl- slowly mm. get clean. Yeah. yeah. But it's the process; it's the mm-hmm. sanctification process that the Holy Ghost does in our life. But the church, or the in- should I say the institution? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goes. Wait, okay, you gave your life to Jesus? You're not gay anymore.
2: Yeah. Right. Now
0: you need to start looking at some girls around here. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get you married. And you're going to have a family. Yeah. Whoa, <laughs> chill out. Yeah. Right, right. Like, this dude needs to, like, find out who Jesus is. Yeah. yeah. He needs to be accepted, number one, mm-hmm. the love, mm-hmm. unconditionally because it's a messy ministry. He might be living with this. Like, I had a, uh, this gay community here. They, these, they were married these girls and over six months they ended up getting divorced and then she got spoke to by God in a, in a worship service. Yeah. But that was a six month process. Yeah. So back to what you guys were saying is that it's, we have to be slow to judge. We have to love and we have to give truth, grace and truth. The mm-hmm. scriptures, what the Bible says, yeah. but in love and say, God will, you know, people, cause people ask me, well, you know, I smoke weed, do I stop smoking weed, I have to do all this stuff. I said, look it, baby steps, give your life to Jesus. And I said, God's going to change the desires in your heart. Mm-hmm. You're, I don't smoke weed anymore. I don't drink anymore. I don't do drugs anymore. I don't watch pornography anymore because God, I don't cuss anymore. Like God literally changes those desires. It wasn't like when I gave my life to God. I got to stop smoking cigarettes. I got to stop watching porn. I guess gotta... it wasn't like that. I would have been like, I, I fold.
1: Yeah. Can't Quit. do it. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's what I love about, but this, but you guys are the touch point. You guys are going, Hey, come as you are literally. Mm. So let's talk about some, some more stories. You've had one, um, talks about some stories about what happened at this. Yeah. Uh,
1: so afterwards we always have teenagers, young adults coming up to us, uh, telling us their story. And one in particular one, um, he was a bartender at the club we were throwing the crave at, and he uh, came up to me and he began to cry and tell me that his, one of his best friends, who was also a bartender at the club, just committed suicide uh, with drugs. So the, the story about our friend Landon who committed suicide through drugs um, it really touched him, and, and he just began to pour his heart out um, about her and he just began to have memories and he was just talking, 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 talking. And then he started to say that tonight I'm never going to be the same. Um, I felt something like I've never felt before. Mm. He said, I've always believed and I knew the universe was on my side. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he, he began to use that lingo cause that's all he knows. Yep. And, Toy. um, he, he just began to tell me how he was changed tonight. Mm-hmm. And I said, bro, like, just, just do one thing. Like, I know you're using the word universe, mm-hmm. Uh, but Jesus created the universe and we have to start worshiping him now. Mm -hmm. And I said, just use his, his name. And he's like, okay, okay. I get it. That makes sense. Like he created the universe. Okay. He is the God. I'm like, yes, yes.
0: The Holy Spirit just started working. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so I I prayed over him and he starts saying, I want to, I want to see signs. I want to see, I want to see Jesus. I want to know who he really is. And so I prayed over him and uh, we connected him with a guy. He's going to church this Sunday. Yep. Um, And just, just totally changed, and now he has new friends. He has a new family, and he has a new purpose. Um, through this this death he has experienced, his friend is gone. He's in the club. I told him, I'm like, bro, you're in the club. You're, you're serving alcohol, but mm-hmm. you know what? Mm-hmm. God's going to use you in this club. He will do it. He's going to start bringing people to you that are going through things. You're going to minister to them, and just watch what God does with your life as you start to serve Jesus. Yeah. And he was pumped talk about the the baseball player
2: yeah um there was a baseball player that came up to me or a former baseball player in high school and he came up to me afterwards and he said hey man how how can I share my story because that's something big that we're um that we're for for them to have an outlet to talk about what they've gone through and he came up to me yeah uh he came up to me how can I do that and I said hey man why don't you just message me personally and uh, sure enough, he did. I, I didn't know if he actually would follow through with it. You know, their mm-hmm. kids. they yeah. And uh, about 30 <gasps> minutes later. Did you send this
0: story to me? I don't know. I, did you? I think so. Okay, yeah. We,
2: we sent you a few. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was one of <laughs> yeah. them. But he, he, he messaged me, and sure enough, and he said, um, it was a long message, so I'll shorten it, but he was talking about how. Um, when he was on stage dancing because we'll do an after party and we'll bring up some of the kids mm-hmm. and we'll just celebrate with them we they've just received jesus so we're just going to party it out now and he was up there and he's writing me in the message and he says when i was up there dancing and i was i was kind of like looking at you and i just felt like i needed to like share my my story mm-hmm. and uh he, he starts telling me how um he, he had a full ride scholarship um, playing baseball, and he was going to go, and, and he was popular, and he's a good-looking kid. And I said I, I started taking some pills because my friends did, and then um, that sort of led into some some heavier stuff, and then I'm I'm gang banging, and I lost my scholarship. I'm I'm not doing well. I had a friend of mine tell me, "Hey, what's going on with you?" And now we're sort of at this point where he knows like. I, I got to do some things different, so now he's at crave he's he's in this, and then he hears he hears truth for the first time yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's not like uh you know there is there is help in the world, but there's not true change until we we receive Jesus, and like you were saying, the Holy Spirit starts to clean us out, mm-hmm. yeah. so he's hearing truth for the first time, and then so I'm responding to him saying, you know you, you that was God speaking to you mm-hmm. to open yourself up and talk about what you've been through. Because we overcome by the the word of our testimony, you mm-hmm. and I I have the opportunity to just start sharing um, scripture with him, mm-hmm. and uh, he's kind of wrapping back around. And he says, um, I, "I believe that. I I don't want to be that person anymore." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like a we we heard a lot of them say kind of like a declaration over their life, I'm don't. I'm not i not going to be the same person I was anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's something we said during the night. We were like, tonight you're going to leave here and you'll never be the same. And they were declaring that over their lives. I'm never going to be the same. So good. They're
0: over it. They're, they're, there's nothing that the world that they've been experienced, the drugs, the pornography, the sex, all that stuff, there's nothing that ever fills that empty void. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just speaking from that personally. I, I indulge in that to the max, um, and you're just always empty. Yeah. And this this younger generation—they're growing up with a lot more opportunity to see and be involved with crazier stuff than 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 I was. I mean, I look at the way I grew up. Um, I grew up really crazy and into like you know the electronic scene and drugs and all that stuff at a young age. So I I feel like almost like me as a kid, I. I, I lived the life that a lot of people weren't living back then, but that's very common now. Yeah, like my life, the yeah. way I was, I'm pretty much an a- I would be an average person, an average kid today living yeah. wow. the way I live my crazy. life. Yeah, but back then this was totally like there was like a few of us that's true that lived this life mm-hmm. like the way we did. But now I would that's have just the been, norm. I would have just been a normal kid the way yeah. I grew up in this culture. Yeah, yeah, that's and so I can true. tell you, wow. empty, mm-hmm. empty, 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 and you're just looking. For the truth. I knew I had God, there was a, because I grew up in a Christian family, so I didn't want nothing from it, but I can only imagine not knowing just, you're just empty, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's, that's awesome. And then, um, then you had, uh, then you had another guy, another transgender guy reaching out to you guys. (laughs) Yeah. Seemed like he, there was a lot of love going, um, uh, going on with him, meeting up with him, talking to him at the show.
1: Yeah. So I found him on, through Instagram. Um, probably a month before the event and for some reason he just latched on to me he started sending me voice messages and videos of him shopping and just like we were friends yeah and uh, you know i just i used that opportunity to just love on him and he was so excited about crave like he brought tons of friends um and he got saved at crave Mm -hmm. he's still communicating with us we have a video of him uh, that he posted to his site you know I, i love what crave is about and the story behind it and the story video really touched him and but but I just I just love that he feels loved mm-hmm. yeah. that he doesn't yeah. feel like he you know he has to hide even who mm-hmm. he is mm-hmm. because he won't be accepted or, or that he would be judged um but I, we're just going to shower him with love mm-hmm. until we see him fully grow in Jesus and mm-hmm. I'm praying that he realizes who he is in mm-hmm. Jesus. I'm praying a total miracle on his life. Uh, but, yeah, he's he's one of many mm-hmm. um, homosexuals that we had at Crave, yep. and I'm proud of that. We had a girl. The security came to me. As soon as we let everybody in, she's like – because we had uh, security from the club, so they weren't a part of our team. And she said, hey, there's a there's a girl – Throwing up in the bathroom, she's already, you know, wasted. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you want me to do? You want me to kick them out? Because I guess it was a group that were drinking. I was like, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah. Let them stay. And yeah. um, so there was a lot of kids that were really high yep. and drunk. and um, but, but it's messy. That's, that's what good. outreach
0: looks like. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what real outreach looks like. Yeah. We used to do outreaches here. Like sometimes, you know, this is before we decided not to do any more outreaches at the church. But when we did stuff, we would find like cigarettes, we'd find roaches, and we'd find <laughs> empty bottles in our parking lot. Yeah. And some mushrooms was like, Can you believe this? And I'm like, this is what church needs to look like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You want sinners at church. Yeah. Exactly. Like, you want it needs to stink. bottles. You want people smelling like. There was one guy, Odin, on, or like passing out on heroin at the study I used to do in Orange County. Wow. He was like literally. Wow. And there's another guy they brought drunk, putting him in the front row, and they're like, should we kick him out? I mean, no, leave him right there. I just yeah. thought, shut up. Listen to the study. Because <laughs> yeah. he's drunk, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But loved on him, and, you know, th- that's the whole.
1: That's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah. It's
0: supposed to look like that. Yeah. There should be you should smell weed, you should smell alcohol. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know I was in the, I went to the bathroom when I first got there, and everyone's cussing in the bathroom the whole yeah. thing. I'm like, when I walked in, I was like, "Yes, uh, this is sick. Yes. OK, good. Yeah, you know, yeah. the church didn't show up., yeah. all the party kids showed up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what you want.
1: They were ready. They were ready. They were: ready. And even the security team so touched. Oh yeah, how was
0: that response with them?
1: Um, oh my gosh! I because I was standing on the stage and I could see the security on each level, and before before we spoke about Jesus and preached, um, they, they were just kind of like stone cold and no relationship really. Because they
0: thought you guys were all uptight, probably.
1: Yeah, they just you know? thought we were like there Christians. To party. Oh
0: gosh, here we go.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And um, after the ministry time, I think they were shocked, for one, and absolutely blown away. And I remember looking at the woman above me, and um, just her countenance totally changed. And I found out later, she went up to my mom, and she said, Oh, my gosh, I I wish my daughter would have been here. She tried to commit suicide two weeks ago. She's like, If I would have known what you guys were going to do, I would have had her here, and her life could have been changed, and she was crying. Yeah. And mom, you know, mom got to minister to her and she said, how old is your daughter? And she got embarrassed to say 11 years old, Yeah. 11 years old, tried to commit suicide. Yeah. And, and that, that shocks me because I'm, I'm like, oh my gosh, maybe we should like do younger craves, crave minis hey, I'm, or something. I'm telling you,
0: it's, it starts in middle, it's oh, middle, school. Gosh, mm-hmm. yeah. middle school. Oh my gosh, yeah. Middle schools were where, middle school and high school. Yeah. Like it's it's it, What's happening and that was wasn't happening in high school is in middle school now.
1: Yeah, it's getting worse and worse. Like yeah. you said, it, it's the norm to be on something. Mm-hmm. Like take something. Yeah. Uh, or having sex or looking at porn is totally normal.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Like well, that's... did you know even in the Christian world they've interviewed Christians yeah. and they mm-hmm. and there's like a high high group of people Christians that watch porn and they said they use it to learn about sex education. And and then other ones said that they believe it's better than going out and having sex.
1: Wow. (laughs) Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. Uh, clearly, you don't have the Holy Spirit because if you have the Holy Spirit <laughs> in you, you'd be grieving the Holy Spirit. And right. The Holy Spirit would put those stop yeah. signs up. Yeah. So, but, but this is the culture. This is why I like talking yeah. about this. Like, mm-hmm. if we're gonna reach the church kids, they're just as jacked up as the kids mm-hmm. out in yeah. in the street. Porn is normal. I'm just I, hiding it. I did a, a assembly in a middle school, and I was talking about porn, and all the kids start laughing. <laughs> and then I was talking about how porn, you know, how it. It destroys the mind, and you know yeah. I was talking about the medical things that it actually does. Like heroin, it's addictive, addictive as heroin. And they came up to me after, and they're like, "Wait, porn's bad." Mm-hmm. Like if, in their house, in their home, their parents, it's the, their parents are fine with it. So they're like, wow. "But it's, we we didn't." They didn't know that porn was bad. Yeah, but that's the culture we're growing up. Yeah, there. crazy, huh?
1: It's really crazy. And yeah. San Diego was probably a little extra crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Probably, like, what would you think? Kids high, drunk. It was pretty crazy. Yeah, there
2: was a a decent group, but I I think it... um, It was wild. It was more so interesting at the end when we're actually in the ministry moment to to see their response and openness to everything that we were saying. Because like Tori was saying at the beginning of our our interview here, we didn't know what to expect. But I've never seen a group like that, at any crave, any event, we it was different done,
1: than anything.
0: Yeah, they, they okay. I'm going to tell you the difference. The difference is you're in a city of of atheism mm-hmm. and like no God. Mm-hmm. And I was telling you guys this before you guys came. They don't know who Jesus is. Yeah. They don't know he hung on a cross. They don't know he forgave. He forgives them of their sins. He doesn't know they receive eternal life. People don't – it's not the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it all changes here. Yeah. When you're in L.A., when you're in New York, when you're in Seattle, when you're mm-hmm. in San Francisco, Denver, when you're in these cities, that – I'm not talking about, like, Texas, the South, all that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. all Bible Belt stuff. Right. Everyone's a Christian. Yeah. When you're in these areas
1: – You can feel it.
0: They don't know. And when you're telling them, they're like – it's, dude, they're just open. Yeah. yeah. They're so open. They're like, this is the first time they're actually hearing that there's a God, that He loves them. They know they're dirty sinners. Mm-hmm. They know it. They yeah. laugh in schools. I'm like, you're all a bunch of dirty sinners like me. And they all start busting up. Yeah. yeah. And I just connected with them. They're like, He's a dirty sinner. But I go, I'm saved by grace. And then I explain it. Yeah. And that's why, mm-hmm. like, one girl, when you guys start talking, you were talking about God. And they're like, I don't believe in God. And I was like, Yep. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Tell them about God.
2: Yeah. That He
0: loves them, you know? And that's what's so awesome. Mm-hmm. They're open. Yeah. But it seems more crazy. Like, you're like, probably you feel like a little bit intimidated, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, no, what are they going to say? But they've never heard it. Mm-hmm. You
1: could feel it. Like, as soon as, I think you started talking about Jesus first, or, mm-hmm. or you said God. Yeah. And then when I said, you know, God has a name, and his name is Jesus, mm-hmm. you could feel that uh, tension and kind of awe. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she said that. Mm-hmm. And... um, and then I, I felt I felt like the Holy Spirit wanted me to, to talk about the experiences I've had with mm-hmm. Jesus and that He is real. Yeah. He's real. Like I could feel them coming against that. Like is it but he's is he really real? You know, yeah.
0: well when you think about this, reality, Ephesians six, we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against mm-hmm. principalities. Yeah. Okay. There is these kids, the stuff that they're they're cutting, they're suicide, mm-hmm. they're having demonic stuff happening, they're messing with Ouija boards. They're open to themselves the the New Age, which they it's like the crystal movement and all yeah. that. All that stuff's resurfaced. Mm-hmm. LSD movement has resurfaced. Weed, all this stuff, you gotta think about the demonic the strongholds. I mean, there's a war happening. You could here. feel it, yeah. In that moment, you have the darkness and the light, yeah, face to face, and and they don't, they, they're they're being captive. So, mm-hmm. what what you're sensing, there's a spiritual war happening, yeah, in that place. Yeah, as that soon moment. as we
1: tried to push like the realness of who he is, yeah. you could feel that, mm-hmm. but it broke. It mm-hmm. totally yeah, broke, yeah. and even before, because
0: Satan has no, he don't got nothing on yeah. Jesus.
1: No. Jesus has the victory every single time and... And yeah. as soon, we, they were raising their hands before we even told them to. Oh, yeah. And they wanted it. The, they the, wanted it. The guy in the front and the girl. I mean, the just.
2: Gr- the girl that didn't. that shouted out, I don't believe in God.
0: Who was that? Was it the, was it, was it the, the black girl in the front? It was the girl was that the came up and danced.
2: That, that hopped on stage and was having a good time. <laughs> that girl? <laughs> that girl. Yeah, yeah. No way. Yeah. So she she kind of. Well, she didn't holler, but I was standing right no, next to her. No, no, that's her. cool. Yeah, yeah. She's like, her. I don't believe in God. Well, mm-hmm. at the end of the night, she accepted Jesus. She believed in God. But you know what? The thing is, is like. Like, I'm not surprised. I don't believe in the God that that she knew either, because mm-hmm. the God that she's talking about hates her, is sending her to hell, <laughs> yeah. um, is judging her, doesn't doesn't accept you know the way she's looked, the way she's dressed, mm-hmm. um, the way she's dancing up on stage. So I don't believe in that God either. Mm-hmm. So when she actually heard about the God that we serve, the real God, the yeah. Jesus that died for her, yep. that shed blood for her, that paid a price for her, yep. when she heard truth, she's like. Oh, that's the, that's not the God I was ever talked about or, or told about. These
0: people just condemn her. Yeah. You yeah. know, she's probably like who, who has been in her life. That's a Christian and like, Oh, you go here, you look like that. You dress like that. And then they just close the door mm-hmm. instead of just loving, uh, people. Yeah.
1: But it was crazy.
0: Well, so, okay. So compare. So you had the El- you had the San Diego mm-hmm. versus like other places. Yeah. You, what was, what was the difference between the two different crowds? Ah, oh, we'll really? compare what. Okay, so what's a place besides like your hometown in the South? Mm-hmm. What's another place that you've been to? What's another two? I'm tour to. Let's you guys see in it. Texas?
2: I haven't been to Texas yet. We've been to Chicago Are, once. Chi- so. She did Chicago?
1: going, we're going to Dallas. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chicago. What was the
0: difference between Chicago and. Because Chicago kind of wild.
1: It's, yeah, it's wild, but still not. This This was like. How do I explain this? Like, it's a, um if you could think of people like as far away from god as they can possibly get. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Yeah. And right. you were bringing them so far. Uh-huh. Um
2: yeah, I, I think it's just it's, hard to explain. A, it's like a different battle for for us as ministers in the moment because we're talking about Chicago for instance. There they still have an understanding of church. So you're you're fighting against religion. They're yeah perspective of what the church looks like to them, how it feels yeah, I would say the West Coast is
1: probably. But then the West, totally
2: ju- we're, it was well, more so they're just open to kind of anything and everything. So, that so sort of deal,
0: like from from like Chicago, because there's a lot of like brothers and sisters there, yes, right? Yes. Yeah. So they all got that that background, the Bible yep. background. Like you hear mm-hmm. about like Kanye yeah. or any of the rappers, yeah, they always talk about oh, their always. mom and their grandma taking them to church. More live with
1: Ryan Race coming up. Is uh-huh. everything all right? Sure. Call now 1-888-564-6173 or post your questions using hashtag Live Ryan Reese on his Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook.
0: Uh, I think I speak for the entire administration when I say whoop de do
2: Now, back to Live with Ryan Reese. Don't say you. Loud noises! Yeah. So
0: th- that's what I've noticed, too, when I go to the East Coast. They have even like East, like New York and all that, they have that Catholicism. Yeah, They have like knowledge of God. Same in Mexico but it's different. We're here
1: totally different. It's
0: like there's no god. Mm-hmm. You are god mm-hmm. or if there yeah. is a god, yeah. <laughs> you know.
1: But at the same time, they were also more open than maybe any other crowd. They
0: are but that's the thing. Yeah. That's why they're so open. So yeah. yeah. cuz they never heard of it. Mm-hmm. They're so far because they don't even know what it is. Yeah. yeah. That's why they're open. And I think that's yeah.
2: the enemy's tactic to to have this generation yeah. open to anything and everything, like you were, you were given the list, Ouija boards, and the, uh, there's proud thirteen year old witches, and and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. they're open to to serving the the earth and the wind, and uh, but God is God's turning that around and saying, you know what, you want to open them to anything? I'm going to open them to me. Mm-hmm. So then they're they're open like Tori's saying, they're like. I okay, I feel, yeah. I feel yeah, They
1: wanted more and more and more. You know what I love? Yeah.
0: You know what I love about um, the time that we're living in? Because you know a lot of people could get discouraged, you know, like church, oh man, the world's going to hell, you know, and I'm just waiting for the rapture, yeah. and I'm just going to sit in my pew and just pray and wait for the rapture, and <laughs> yep. hopefully we'll just get out of here, you know what I mean? <laughs> but honestly, I love when, when I see the things that are happening in the culture, the crazier it gets. The yep. more the harvest is is ripe, mm-hmm. yeah. that's what I've noticed. The crazier it gets, the more people are open. So the more I'm excited to be living in this time. I I honestly feel like you know you guys toured with me through Mexico in a couple days when we were out there. So They're good. just coming forward, running to Jesus. Like yeah. I just feel like I'm a farmer, just going and just the fruit's already on. It's just falling off the tree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm literally just picking it up off the. I'm not. There's nothing that we have to do but to talk about who Jesus is, what he did on the cross, yep. and that they could, they could receive him if they believe. And literally, we're just gathering the harvest. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage every church leader, every pastor that's listening to the show, um, just even people that are the church, like people that are in the church, that now is the greatest time to be living. There's revival, it's breaking out. Yes. You've got to get on board. Go reach your community. Don't be scared of the way people look. When when you see someone with colored hair, they got tattoos on their face or whatever, I don't know, whatever scares you or they're maybe because they're gay or you know, trans or whatever, when you really those are probably some of the nicest people you're ever going to meet. Mm-hmm. The nicest people you're ever going to meet and when you look at what's going on with a lot of these kids that are going through this stuff, when you dig into their story, yeah. You're gonna find out what led him to this to this place, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're gonna see it's just a broken person that that is just looking for Just going to the world and make disciples. Yeah. So that's what I love, just to uh, and I, I say these things because I want to encourage the listeners. There are a lot of people listen and and you know they might be stuck in in a rut, you know, mm-hmm. and they're like, man, what I I might be involved in ministry right now, but there's just something in it that doesn't feel it doesn't feel right. Well, maybe you're not in the right place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause maybe God's calling you to actually go out and live the impossible and reach people outside the church and reach the sinners, And maybe you're stuck in this rut and you're stuck in the institution Mm -hmm. when God's actually that calling that he's doing is that's the Holy spirit calling you to go out and do something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, to be relevant in culture.
1: Yeah. We're God's kids. Yeah. We're supposed to be the most creative. Yep. And it's, it's sad that we get stuck in these ruts and we get stuck in the way it's been for so long because we put these regulations around what we think is worldly. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, well, that's worldly. Don't don't put an electronic sound on that song. That's worldly, you know. But we should be the cutting edge. We're his kids. Like, God is our, our dad.
0: Yeah. Hey, if you're, if you're really going to be complaining about that stuff, don't go to Disneyland. Don't watch any Disney films. Don't go to Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Don't go yeah. to Target. Yeah. Because... They give money to the homosexual community. They have the transgender thing. You know, yeah. it's like, seriously, you can't, you can't do that.
1: You can't start start that. So you have to become Amish You yeah. to Ohio,
0: right? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Ohio. <laughs> Sorry, Ohio. That's okay. Hey, that's our. No, no, uh,
0: I, 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 that's our
1: neck of the woods.
0: <laughs> that's the only place I've ever seen Amish. <laughs> I was on a side road and I was like, what is that? And they're like, those are Amish and they told me about them. I was like, dude, that's awesome. <laughs> dude, they just live, they just create like yeah. like in their own little community. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. So they're like they're like believers? Amish? Um, I don't know anything yeah. about I don't know them. I like, think they're think religious. Yeah, they're religious or something. Okay.
1: Yes. My dad's saying yes. Well, that's a
0: whole nother show. We'll talk about Amish. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so, um, all right. So what I want to do towards the end of the show is, so you went to this event or you've been to a Crave event, either in Mexico um, or anywhere else in the United States. You've given your life to God. Yes, yeah. What would you say? We'll, We'll just take some turns. What would you say to that person for the next step? So now they're like, okay, I've never heard of God. I gave my life to God. What do I do, Mm -hmm. and what are some things that I will face that I I should be looking out for that I need to overcome, and how do I overcome? So we'll just kind of walk through each thing. What's the next step, Josh?
2: Well, I would would say first off, um, to those who have just come into Christ and those who have been walking with Christ for a long time, there's more. There is so much more. And dive deep into that. Always be searching. Always be looking. Um, to find out what God actually has for you, how do they do that? What does that look like i, I would I would surround yourself with a good community mm. um, because if if you 're new into christ if you 're new into the the Bible, diving in alone, mm. trying to trying to figure this life out on your own could be difficult um, not that it 's impossible, but I think it 's a lot harder without a community to uh to guide you to to give you some advice get a get a good pastor Mm -hmm. around you get some good christian friends to keep on encouraging you um get some get some good christians you can be honest with
1: find your tribe
2: honest (laughs) with that you can that you can tell um and share your story where you come from but then then your middle story like you know, I've come into Christ, but I'm still struggling. Mm-hmm. Like this life struggling is normal. Struggling is normal. Yeah. I, yeah. I, as you're working it get, out, yeah. Get, get some people around you that you can actually tell the truth to. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I'm, I'm excited about this life I'm in, but it's still difficult and I'm still fighting through this. And get some people around you that can actually say and be honest with you back and be like, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's still okay. We're going to fight through it together. I,
0: I want to add something that I say a lot on the show. Um, I heard someone say if you're a Christian, you should be wearing a sign around your neck that says under construction. so it's okay Mm -hmm. to not be okay to be you're working out your faith so god's gonna as you you know you're saying about getting plugged into a church so get into a church that teaches the bible find the youth pastor there Mm -hmm. or a pastor it depends how old you are and explain where you're where you came from and that you gave your life to god and you want to learn more and he'll be able to help you reading Reading the Bible is crucial. It's yeah. God's word. It's his voice that speaks to us. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be talk- thinking about something that day or talking to God, which is praying. Hey, God, I'm going through these things. And as you read the Bible, it's alive. It's sharper than a two-edged sword. It, it You'll read something and literally you'll be like, wow, yeah. that just answered my prayer or mm-hmm. what, my question to God today. Yeah.
2: So reading. Yeah, get into the word and find out what God has to say about you. Because this generation... You know through social media and and all of the different platforms where mm. so many people have a voice to speak they 're constantly being talked about they 're constantly being told who they are, um, what the world says that they are, what Snapchat says they are, and all these little things that where they can find out okay this is this is um, you know what my sex life is supposed to be at sixteen years old. Mm. this is at thirteen i 'm supposed to be discovering. Uh, am I gay? Am I straight? Am I a boy? Am I a girl? See what God has to say yeah. about you. Yeah. And and who created you? Because He calls you perfectly, wonderfully, beautifully made. Find out what God has to say about you. Because I, I guarantee you, it's going to be contrary to what um you <laughs> what what you've you thought heard. God has said about you yeah. for one. Mm-hmm. But then it's definitely going to be contrary to what um you're going to find out in the world. Find out what God has to say about you yeah. because. Um, he's going to speak truth that, that you have needed and, uh, you're going to be a different person because of it.
0: And there's something about when you read the Bible, sometimes, you know, cause we don't our Christian walk, we don't, we're not like a feeling. We don't live like after feelings. Cause if I went after my feelings, I wouldn't be doing great every day. Cause I'm yeah. not, I don't feel great every day. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, it's, it's a faith walk. It's in believing something you cannot see, but you read the scriptures and some, when you read the scriptures, sometimes you won't. You know, you just read something like, I don't even know what I read, but there's something about it. It's like you're feeding your spirit, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, it says the Bible says you can't live by bread alone. But when we read the Bible, it's the word of God and it's feeding our spirit. Like if I don't eat today, I'm going to be starving. If I don't eat tomorrow, I'll be really hungry and and so on and so forth. In the same way, this is why we have to feed on the word of God. We have to feed our spirit because when you give your life to Christ, he implants the Holy Ghost in you and that 's god 's spirit, the person of the Holy Spirit yeah. is inside of you, so you must feed your spiritual life yeah mm-hmm. you must you, or else you you're, your spirit you know you start struggling with certain things and you have to continue to sp- feed your spirit every single day, just like you feed your yeah. your uh, your physical body yeah it 's such
2: yeah. popular opinion. follow your heart, follow your heart, do whatever you want to do, if it makes you happy, if you love it, you should be able to do that mm-hmm. that was the first lie of the enemy. If you want that, you should be able to have it, and God is holding that back from you. That was the first lie you ever told, yep. and that, that was the first sin that we ever fell into. And the Bible says, "Don't follow your heart." The the heart is deceitful. Don't, don't really, follow that yeah, thing. It's yep. going to lie to you. Follow your feelings. It lies. Yeah, the yeah.
0: heart lies. So it's funny as you know Austin Carlisle, right, from of Mice and Men, the lead mm-hmm. singer. So he, uh, we were talking about um, you know self help. You know people are like, ah, I got a self help book. He goes. Dude, yourself is the first one that got you into this yeah. trouble. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't need self help. You need yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, you need and God's the help. Are, Yeah. Yes. So it's good. Okay, so they need to get plugged into a church. They need to connect with a, a pastor, a youth pastor, depending on what age they are. And it's okay to uh, that you're not going to be perfect. You'll never mm-hmm. be perfect. You're you're rough around the edges. God's going to work out His His eternal plan of purpose daily in yeah. your life. So um, He's not a genie. You know. You don't Just. Hey, Jesus, I need you to fix everything overnight. Okay, done. You know, yeah. Yeah. He'll do stuff overnight. He'll do stuff immediately when you give your life to him, but mm-hmm. there is a, a cleanup process. Yeah. Continuing, I'm still trying to work out my anger problem. <laughs> I got some issues that I'm trying to work out. You know, It's a, it's a process. Yeah. Yeah. And then get a Bible. Uh, there's different translations. You might open a Bible, which is a King James or a New King James, and it might sound like some Shakespeare. And if you've got a poor reading level like me, like a fourth-grade reading level... You don't want to get that one? Get a simpler translation. There's a New Living Translation. There's an NIV. Just go through the bookstore and read the different translations you find one that, um, that you understand because it's better to have a Bible to start with a Bible that you can understand and read mm-hmm. till you yeah. go to the next level if you want to move to a King James, study Bible or anything. Just start with a Bible that you like to read. That's yeah. the most important thing. Yeah.
1: Whatever you like. Yeah, Whatever makes sense to you.
0: Start there yeah. and then um, get plugged in. And what what are some obstacles that? Because you guys are youth, you're youth pastors, right? Mm-hmm. Or you have been? You yes. are good, technically okay. So, what are some obstacles that happen with say someone that comes? They just give their life to God, and they're coming to your youth group, and you're you're personally working with them, and they're having some struggles. Like you know, for instance, like well, I'm still hanging out with this group of friends. Mm-hmm. Like, what are some things that maybe you could speak life into on some situations that they might face? Yeah. And some
1: Yeah, I think because when you get saved and you feel well you feel like you've come home. Yeah. It's very emotional. It sets you on fire. You're never going to be the same. And then you have to walk into those same situations that are hard. You have to go back home where there might be abuse. Um you you're back in the same crowd where drugs and sex is happening. Maybe you uh, yeah, it's just hard. I think that's one of the hardest things is having to walk out the hard life, um, and sometimes that fire, you know, it, it it doesn't feel like it's there as strong. And uh, what I would just say is do not give up. Do not give up. Keep pursuing God. Um, talk to Jesus. He's real. He wants to talk to you. He wants to build a relationship with you. And, um, and just keep walking. Keep going. Even though it feels like, oh, man, I felt good The night of and I felt great after I said that prayer and I felt something different come in me or whatever. Mm -hmm. But now I just Mm -hmm. I feel depressed again or I'm back in the same situation. Keep going keep going. Jesus is with you. That moment that you said that prayer, your guardian angels began to surround you. They walked into that circumstance. So maybe the circumstances may feel the same, but God is with you this time. Jesus is with you. You have new strength. You have new power. So keep going.
0: And that's why it's important to get connected with people from the local church and find a some new people to hang out with because just like the scripture says as iron sharpens iron. So a friend sharpens Mm. a friend. Mm -hmm. You need someone to sharpen you. Yeah. So you could keep growing. You don't want to, you know, there's another scripture says, you know, don't be like that dog that returns to its vomit. So the fool repeats his foolishness. So you're in the world, you're in your same surroundings, but you're, you're not of it. You're not, you're not going back to those things. You're not like a dog going back to its, Mm -hmm. its vomit. And what happens is it's going to be tough for a while. Yeah. Because, you know, the bottom line, like, you know, if all your friends are waking and baking all day and getting drunk, once you have the Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit in you, you're not going to want to be in those environments Mm -hmm. with a bunch of waste to it. I mean, those conversations are pretty, you know.
1: That's hard. You're just
0: like, duh. I mean, I don't, I can't hang out with drunk people. Yeah. And people that are stoned. The brain (laughs) capacity is very low. Right. I like to hang out with people that are like, you know, sharp and, you know, Mm -hmm. that are going to sharpen me. Yeah. You know. And everything will change. Things will start slowly changing your life, so don't be discouraged. God will pray for her. Say, God, bring bring a cool person that's into the same things that I'm into. Mm -hmm. Like I have friends I hang out with that we all skate, we surf, we're into music, concerts, art shows, you know, we're same lifestyle, but we're all our mentality is the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's that's what you want. You're not gonna end up with a bunch of people that aren't like into the same stuff. Right. God will bring those people. He will. He's going to he changes it all. He's yeah. so
1: good about that. As yeah. soon as you begin to say God, I, I, I need new friends. He'll begin to just rework your life if you continue to say yes to him. If you continue to you know get yourselves out, out of those bad situations or out of that crowd, he will be faithful. As you are faithful to him, he is going to be faithful. The promises he has made to you, he's going to keep them. He's going to guide you. He's going to show you the next step. So just stay close to him. Find somebody that's going to help you.
0: And it, it will be tough. Because, I mean, nowhere in the, the, the Bible does it say, you know, you're going to give your life to God and your life's going to be blessed and everything's going to be perfect and no, you're going to no. be rich and all that. Yeah. That's that's not – when I read about the disciples, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they had a very tough life, but God used them to do amazing things. They had, there's yeah. a lot of – it's like it's life. A lot of highs, like amazing yep. mountaintop experiences. And then, you know, you go through situations. You know, mm-hmm. your, your mom gets cancer. Your, you know, yep. your dad has these. You know, that's just life. But what's awesome is that we don't live by emotions. We're not – happy mm-hmm. happy is like if i go buy like a say if i buy a, you know a tundra truck and put a sound system lift mm-hmm. it whatever yeah. i don't know whatever whatever people are into to go crazy you, you dump a hundred thousand dollars into this thing and i'm like dude i'm so happy right now and mm-hmm. then my crazy ex-girlfriend comes up and keys it right. <laughs> i hate you yeah well yeah. you know and, she, and yeah. she was like a crazy you know Girl, mm. well, instantly I'm not happy anymore. Yeah. right. Seriously, like I was so stoked a couple minutes ago, and my happiness can be taken away in a yeah. split second. Mm-hmm. That's not what we're saying. God gives no. us this hope mm-hmm. and this joy. And no matter what you're going through in life, crazy yep. situations, amazing things, low times, the, the, what's awesome is you have the joy of the Lord and you have this hope that you know that God's working on his eternal plan of purpose in mm-hmm. our life. Yeah, And he's in the details. Mm-hmm. He's in every single detail. He knows your thoughts. He knows what you're thinking. He knows what's in your heart. He knows what you're even thinking before you even think it. Yeah. And it says that his love for you are more than the sands of the sea. Mm. And I live by the beach, and I, you know, you can pick up a handful of sand, and you can't even count that. Mm. Imagine the beaches around the world mm. and under the all the sand that's in the ocean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His thoughts are more than the sands of the sea, wow. and they're thoughts of love, and they're just continuing coming for yes. you like waves crashing. You know. I mean, can, Always. Yes. So be encouraged. That's the joy of the Lord. That's mm-hmm. the hope.
1: Yeah. And and the devil will keep fighting too. Yeah. It's a battle every single day. He knows that you have found the truth. He knows you are not his anymore, that you're God's. And he's going to put up a fight. So just know that as well. But you have the victory. You have the power with Jesus and you can overcome him.
0: There's power in his name. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, you have to leave. The Bible says, "Resist the devil, and he will flee." Yeah. Yep. And see that it goes back to the Word of God. That the Word of God is what God says about you. So, mm-hmm. say you're, you're you're dealing with some stuff with the enemy, Satan's trying to get at you. Well, the Word of God says, "Resist the devil, and he will flee." Mm-hmm. The Bible says you will receive power when the when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, you will receive power in mm-hmm. your life. You have power in the name of Jesus. The Holy Spirit is in you. Resist the devil means resist means to basically. I've done a show about resisting the devil resist basically means like if I'm going to jump over this table and I'm going to try and stab you in the neck well that's true (laughs) resistance that's resistance Yeah. what are you going to do to me if I literally try to stab you in the neck that's what what resistance looks like but a lot of Christians don't resist Yeah. they let the devil in Mm -hmm. true resistance is if I'm going to try and take your life you're going to do everything in your power to get that knife away from me and stop me but that's what the Bible says Mm -hmm. resist the devil and he will flee but a lot of us in our life we don't resist the devil. We let him come, oh no, no devil. Okay, let's just do, do it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people don't truly resist mm-hmm. the devil. So, when you're going through tough times in your life, you must resist the devil. Don't just let him in and mm-hmm. say come on. okay, I tried. Yeah. Trying means to do everything in your power to not let him come in and destroy yeah. their yep. life.
1: The Bible to... says we have authority in yeah. Jesus.
2: You got to recognize when Recognize the difference between God's voice and the devil's voice, too, because a lot of the times we don't even know when the devil is playing with us because we haven't learned to recognize, oh, that's not just how I felt this morning. That's not just how I I woke up this this day and I'm depressed and like... No, like start to start to recognize that oh that's actually the devil lying to me. That's actually the voice of the enemy through a frantic through that and, and and recognize that's the that's the devil playing around. Get with out me. Of devil. And
0: how and how do you how do you compare the two as you look at what the Bible says because yeah. yeah. that's the truth, the word it's of God. The, truth. the DNA of Jesus Christ is the word of God. Mm-hmm. That is the truth about who God says you are. So you compare this is why we must read the Bible. <laughs> so we could, uh, you, we could see what's coming into our head, mm-hmm. the voices between the enemy, and then what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah, I have a couple. Of, I have a, someone sent me this screenshot. It says Satan's voice. Obsesses, worries, condemns, yeah. discourages, confuses, pushes, pushes frightens, rushes. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Then God's voice. Calms, comforts, convicts, encourages, enlightens, leads, reassures, and it's still. Yeah, wow. that's good. Stills us. Yeah, that's the difference mm-hmm. between the two. Mm.
1: Yep, that's good.
0: So, um, anything else you guys want to cover before we uh, before we wrap this up? What's what's the future? What what's your future? <laughs> <laughs> the future, future is good because
1: God is in it, and uh, we're so excited to see thousands. We're believing for millions yeah. uh, to come to Jesus all yeah. over the world. And we're, we're pumped. We're just we're having fun fishing. We're following Jesus. We're following his voice. And we're loving on kids. And yeah. it's wild. It's crazy. It's messy. It's terrifying. Um, but it's fun.
2: Yeah. Well, we haven't even said um, on the show yet that we had around 400 uh, in San Diego crammed packed into the little club. No way. That's and, it, and it seemed mm-hmm. to me, you can correct me if, if you think I'm wrong, it seemed to me about 90%, maybe even more, uh, raise their hand and receive Christ that night. The people
0: that were there, yeah, they looked that like the lot. whole place slipped their hands yeah. in the front. yeah, yeah, from where I was up top yeah looking it, was, down. it was
2: incredible. but the next move is uh Mexico Mexico. yeah, we'll be going into Mexico August fifteenth so
1: in Puebla um, August sixteenth yeah. Tlaxcala. yeah
2: and then uh then back to the hometown, right yeah, mm-hmm. back home for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, eventually at the end of the year we're going to be back in this area with Mm -hmm. with the whosoevers Mm -hmm. in the los angeles area Mm -hmm. so we need help we need um some youth pastors to come alongside if you if you feel um, a passion for young people Mm -hmm. and outreach we need your help
1: thank you to all the youth pastors that are going to be connecting with the kids that got saved the other night thank you for that so our, our
2: team is going to be messaging um, oh, so all those connect single, cards yeah every, did you get everyone's yeah. information
1: everybody's information um crave is going to message them and make the introduction
0: yeah.
2: to
1: the youth pastor um so we'll, we'll be the middleman connecting them to somebody in their region to get them plugged in mm-hmm.
0: That's great so yes. everyone that uh showed up has we have their information and they will go that's then they can yeah. follow up the church can that's that's see that's dope yeah yeah So did you guys end up doing that right at the beginning of uh, before they came into the mm-hmm. -hmm.
1: Yep. It's amazing. Christina was killing it, getting all their information. Christina's wild, huh? Yeah,
0: she was. She She had that shark head on her (laughs) and other things. (laughs) She's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, um, yes. So, you guys love you guys. Thank you guys for listening to the show. We are on every Saturday night, and we are expanding on uh, FX Radio. That's another 53 stations that we're getting picked up on across the nation. So, I think that's over. I don't know, 30 states or something that we're in now. It's a little crazy. bit more. So good. Yeah, we love it. So, um, yeah, stay connected with the Whosoever's. We have the Whosoever's app. You can download it on the Apple Store. It's free. It has all the past radio shows from the last, I don't know, three years. And we obviously interview different musicians, artists. We take live calls. Um, just talk about rad people doing rad things and just keep it unorthodox. Jesus, messy ministry. Also, we have the Um, on the app we have me teaching the gospel of john just taking you through the each jesus story one by one to disciple you so you can grow in the faith we have the bible app on there and also the high school tours and middle school tours connect with us um email us we've been to david how many how many high schools have we been to this year after columbia 98 schools wow after columbia 98 schools this year we're going to columbia in a couple weeks So we want to continue the tour. We want to hit the whole United States praying for Iceland, the most godless country in the world right now. Um, We're going back to Colorado. Uh, We will be going back to Boulder as well, which is considered the most uh, liberal city in the United States. Wow! So that we had a good response last time we were there, Wow! but we're going to go back and um, continue to open up for New York, Miami, South America, Central America. um, Who knows? Anywhere. Europe, Australia (laughs) Just uh, invite us We'll come out there We'll give the gospel Work with the local churches um, Get them Bibles Get the kids plugged in To get discipled And uh, many amazing things
1: This has been Live with Ryan Reese To connect or find out more about Ryan Click on ryan-reese.com Check us out next Saturday at 9 p.m. for Live
2: with Ryan Reese. I'm Don Hawkins, and I once heard Chick-fil-A founder Truett Cathy say, you can tell if a person needs encouragement, check to see if they're breathing.